not connected. Oh, there we go. We're on the air. Oh, we made it. Boy, that was a fight. That was a fight for technical difficulties. Yeah, so that's what's going on. Hi, it's Susie and Matt, and this is Suzilla. Welcome aboard to Wenatchee Insurance. Um, yeah, we, where we do insurance for you name it, we can insure it with the exception of pets right now. <laughs> that'll, that'll, that'll change after January. I know. That's one, that's one I know. Things. That's it. Hence the right now disclaimer. So that, that's Matt. I'm Susie, mm -hmm. and this is Wenatchee Insurance. Also, um, we also are Susie Health Solutions, where we help people with health insurance. Pretty much, if you need it insured, we can certainly take a strong swing at it. Okay, and we're going to get into it today with the big one. Uh huh. It's a very huge change for Washington State. We're kind of Washington State applied with the Affordable Care Act for a thirteen, what's called a thirteen thirty two waiver. Yes. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but a thirteen thirty two waiver is when the state that's asking for it asks the federal government, who's in charge of the Affordable Care Act, can we do something different than what's in your rules? And yes. Yeah. <laughs> basically how it works um there are different programs out there medicaid is one where they've done the most experimental stuff mm -hmm. the the most progressive you know, 20 20 30 years i said hey we're gonna do this cascade givings, uh, tax, what should I say, tax credits. Right, so there's, the there's the federal tax credits, the, the uh, advanced premium tax credit, and the cascade care savings, which is a Washington state only credit that kicks in if you're under 250% above the federal poverty level. And we, we've seen that and that's worked pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, and and that part of the 1332 waiver was they said, okay, we wanna get are undocumented immigrants access to health care. Correct. So what they did is they said, can we do this? And the Fed said, if you can put it together, you can do it. And, but don't expect us to help pay for it. And and this was this was set up uh, you know a long time ago, you know, what, 12 years ago when the Affordable Care Act was mm -hmm. first way put together, there were some crafty legislators that in process said, hey, you can't you can't have undocumented Im immigrants shop for health insurance on, 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 on your exchanges. Right. That was put into the Affordable Care Act. Right. This 1332 waiver takes that negative portion out. Right. It created an opportunity for people who are not documented residents of Washington State to get health insurance through the Washington State Health Exchange using Washington State Cascade Care credits or paying full price for the policy. Yeah, and they did, you know, the exchanges put together some real craftiness in putting this together. Because one of the first things that, that, that we we have to deal with is the public charge. Right. Now, the public charge uh, was, was invoked by the previous administration. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, you know what, if you use any sort of uh, safety net services, you, can, you can't get citizenship. Yeah, which is weird. But that's, that's what it is. It was a, another barrier to citizenship. It was another barrier to citizenship. It was an extension of the, what they call means testing. Mm -hmm. They just make it really mean. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and we've been fighting that for either that rumor for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. And I will have to say rumor. And, and, and so as you know, since we're one of those groups that, that help large populations of immigrants, we have to assure them on a regular basis that yes, your, your information is secure. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do that, you know, we've, we've done that for years. And the state's kind of catching up with us and they're saying, okay, well, what we're going to do is since we don't need it, we're not going to run using I-10s, we're not going to run using social security numbers, mm-hmm. we are going to limit the information that the feds have and it stays here. So data is safe. Yes. And I asked specifically during a training session yesterday, um, you know, what kind of extenuating circumstances might the feds or an agent, a federal agency ask for this information? Because mm-hmm. there is a possibility they may ask for that. Mm-hmm. And they would they replied that it had to be a court order and run absolutely through the state's lawyers before mm-hmm. they'll release that information. So it's not, oh, hey, hey, Washington State, can we have this, this guy's address and phone number without huge amounts of legalese going on? Yeah, so it's it's gonna it's gonna take a serious fight to get information. Right. So if El Chapo came to Washington State, yes, he could apply for health insurance. Yes, they could get it. Mm-hmm. If the feds catch wind that El Chapo's in the state, then they have to go through court order and um, all kinds of uh, lawyers and stuff to get his location. Mm-hmm. And so your average person. Mm-hmm not going to be even a blink of an issue because the feds aren't going to know who we're, that you're in Washington state by this program. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a, you know, we're, 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 we're full of dispelling myths. One of the myths and, and, you know, was that someone that didn't have, uh, didn't have their, their green card, their 551 card, mm-hmm. uh, wasn't eligible for benefits. And we're, we 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 had a, a former navigator tell us that we're like no, they are eligible for benefits. They just are not eligible for Apple Health. Right, our Washington State's Medicaid program. Mm-hmm. If you have a five fifty one card, you're a legal resident, but you're under the five. They, but you haven't been here for five years. Correct. What you can happen is you can apply for health insurance. You can't get Medicaid, but if your income's low enough, you get the Cascade Care stuff. You get a state discount you get actually you also get federal discounts yep so you get a super low price premium and you get the cost sharing benefits which reduces your out-of-pocket expenses you get about as good a policy as you can get without actually being on medicaid and july 1st of next year the people who are in the system in that pack in that setup in the in the new new immigrant health insurance regardless of immigration will be eligible for Apple Health. Just overall Apple Health, exactly. They'll be on a first come, first serve basis. Because they have a limited financial pool. It's big, but it's not enough for everybody necessarily. And by the by the estimates, and this these are the these are the, the state estimates, about a third of the people that apply for this program will be eligible for that program. Exactly. So if you're in the system already, you've got the chance and you're in the in that 138% above the federal poverty level mm-hmm. or below, which means you're 
very broke, yeah. um, you're going to go directly into Apple Health and not have to pay any kind of premium. After After July, July 1st. 1st. Exactly. So but get, if you can get in the system and squeak through mm-hmm. on the dirtiest, ugliest, cheapest plane you can for half a year, you should be on Apple Health. Yeah. Um, after July. Now, you know, there, there are, there are groups of folks out there that are, that are like, Hey, what about the dreamers? Right. The, the DACA recipients, the dreamers, that has been a thorn in Matt's side since day one. No, it hasn't. It's, well, it, it's it started in 2017. Okay. Day three then. Um, up to 2017, uh, Dreamers and DACA were able to purchase plans using the the, the health plan finder. Yeah, because they had an ID that worked. That the well, the administration there, the Congress got together and said, "Hey, you know what? We're going to change the rules here and kick them all out." Right. And now I saw these letters uh, in person, and it was horrible because it's like, "Well, yes, you are, you are, you know, you are here on status. However, you are not eligible for health care." Right. Was was the basics of the of it, and it was it was really horrible to see these these sorts of things mm-hmm. um now the dreamers and daca will be able to purchase and they will get state credits right for for this first part now it's in the works that we're going to see another rules change mm-hmm. and those dreamers will be eligible for federal credits when 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 that rules change occurs right and that's hopefully next summer yes um so yes do, you know immediately daca recipients can get health insurance uh, using this plan starting november 1st and the plan to start january 1st um they'll they'll get you know basically partial credits in until the the feds kick in and say oh yeah we're, we're catching up to you mm-hmm. so yay finally because uh, yeah, that's one of those ones we, we, we shout out. There's only about eight hundred thousand people that uh, that impacts across the United it's States. It's still a lot of people, but there's not a ton of them in Washington State. I don't know how many uh, dreamers are in Washington. It's hard to say. But I, it will affect eight hundred thousand people across the United States next summer. Definitely, we can get them in the system. You know, this year for 2024, mm-hmm. and it'll just make things that much easier for them. Yeah, and it's it's this is this is one of those things that that yes, if your residency status changes, mm-hmm. then you you'd click over and you'd get the federal tax credits. Exactly. As well. Also, would create a special enrollment period where you might be able to shop for a better plan because you'll have the federal credits and you could probably afford a better plan. Now, one of the, one of the things is is we are only dealing with state credits. Right. And we don't know how much the state credits are going to max out at this year. They've got an estimate, but we don't really have those numbers probably until mid-October, maybe the first part of November. Um, now, you're eligible for tax credits up to 250% of poverty. Right. If your income is higher than, is, so you've got your poverty level, and below that you're on Apple Health, mm-hmm. above the, well, some people are on Apple Health, above that you've got up to 250% above that percentage. So, Almost, you know, two and a half times that dollar amount is yeah. what your income can be. If you're anywhere in that sweet spot, you'll get those those Cascade Care um, state credits to help pay for your monthly premium. Now, it's based on a household income. Correct. Household income and household size. And 
We don't want to know about aunts, uncles, grandmas, and grandpas. No, we want to know who's on your tax return. Uh, again, we don't want to know because there are some that put the the aunts, uncles, grandpas, grandpas on their tax return. Don't be doing that. We need the actual household. Right. You know, mom, dad, and kids. Or two moms and, and kids. Or mom, mom, and kids. Or dad, dad, and kids. Or right. Um, yeah, and, and, and it's, it's really important. Here, here's the thing. Because we, we've seen this time and time again. We have one spouse that's got an employer plan. Mm-hmm. Seen, you know, a couple kids on Apple Health. Right, which is fine. And the, and the, and the person staying home, take, running the household, gets skipped over for insurance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we see that time and time again. And this is a way that you can take mom or whoever is, is at home taking care of that kids or, mm-hmm. you know, the property or whatever can finally get access to health insurance. Right. And this is not just, oh, well, hey, you know, you go into the emergency room. Yes, you get you get emergency services. You get the preventative care. Uh, a lot of the plans have co-pays to see doctors. Yep. Um, so you've got hospitalization. You've got pharmacy. Okay. The key element mm-hmm is the out-of-pocket maximum. That is the most important benefit to the ACA plans. The out-of-pocket maximum is the most that you can be billed in a calendar year for all of your medical services. Every copay you pay, every coinsurance you pay, every trip to the pharmacy where you pay for your medications, those dollar amounts chip that dollar amount down. If you get to zero dollars, you're going to be covered 100% by the plan for the rest of the calendar year. If you get bit by a shark, and you spend three days in the hospital, you could be in the hole for, you know, $250,000 because, you know, shark bites are expensive. Mm-hmm. If you've got an out-of-pocket maximum, that's the most you're going to pay. And we could be looking at, you know, it could be as high as $9,000. It could be as low as $6,000. Either way, it's a heck of a lot easier to pay that off than $250,000. Yes. And th- this program is so big that, that, that everyone needs to be talking about it. Right. And the, and the reason why I say everyone needs to be talking about it is because if you live in, in, in Washington State and you're part of the community, mm-hmm. all the community, mm-hmm. what happens if you think someone can't pay their hospital bill? If you can't pay your hospital bill, the hospital pays it. And that means they raise their rates to offset those costs. And that means you pay more for your health insurance. Yes. It's a big circle. The more people that have coverage, the better the rates for everybody. And that is just how it works. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a complex. It's like, oh, well, I don't want to pay for someone else. It's like you're part of the community. You're all part of someone else. That's literally how insurance works. If you say, I don't want to pay for someone else. Well, guess what? Every time you go to the doctor, you are paying for someone else. Yep. You're paying for somebody who can't afford to pay for their their. Mm-hmm their their health care and i'll tell you what a preventative care visit whole lot cheaper than an emergency room visit because oh, yeah. if you can stop that heart attack by making sure that a person has the care they need with blood pressure medications or cholesterol medications or um just counseling on how to you know exercise and eat better and and not then maybe they won't have the heart attack and spend four days in the hospital oh, yeah. and, and rack up a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bill that they can't pay for yeah we, we actually walked into our one of our, our local political parties and You know, yesterday, and and started, you know, 
seen on what they knew was was, was occurring and not a clue. And that was a real. That and, was really and, disappointing. And and you know the the these these are individuals that, that you know politics is somewhat of a passion for them. Mm -hmm. Massive change that impacts the entire state mm. super closely because if this works well here the other states will other states will start to adopt it oh i i talked about um this is i think about two years ago california did the oh let's 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 you know provide immigrant health care and they ended up scuttling it mm -hmm. um colorado is another one that's been on, on the forefront of that because mm -hmm. it Clearly, it's the largest block of uninsured because if you don't get your health insurance from an employer, mm -hmm. you, well, you're kind of left to the wolves. Which is where the ACA started from. Yeah. Because if you were not working for the man, right. if you struck out on your own, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe you could go, go to an insurance company and buy a policy, but boy, was it steep. It was, it was unaffordable. It was unusable. It was unaffordable. They drop you. That's why they put in the patient bill of rights. Exactly. Um, and that was some of the, the coolest legislation ever. And the fact that, that it, it made insurance usable. Mm -hmm. And that that's a big change from the, the, the dark ages. Um, you had a right to appeal. Yep. The insurance co companies couldn't drop you if you got diagnosed with something. They couldn't say no if you had pre-existing conditions. Mm -hmm. You could stay on your uh, mom and dad's plan until you were 26. Otherwise, before that, they were kicking you off at 18. They were kicking you off whenever they could, they, they could yeah. get a chance. Well, I'll tell you, when, just in case you're wondering what life was like before the Affordable Care Act, if you got pregnant, you could lose your insurance just because you were pregnant. Well, it was something like... 80% of the plans offered didn't offer pregnancy coverage, did not offer any sort of maternity care yep. prior to the ACA. Yep. Um, it's, 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 it, it creates this kind of dark ages environment of, of women not being able to get help, reproductive health care. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's been, that is not, that is a trend that is unfortunately starting to come back stronger than ever. Well, you know, it is in some states. Um, other states are benefiting. Um, I, I know there's been some art, some serious articles written on Idaho on the fact that OBGYNs have been moving out of state yeah. to, to continue their practice because they, they didn't want that risk. And odds are, they're because they are moving to states that, that have protected those reproductive rights, like Washington State. Mm -hmm. And we're neighbors to Idaho, so. And the, the, the problem is, 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 um, is uh, the amount of abortive services has dr dramatically increased in Washington State because of it. Because mm -hmm. people uh, are crossing to, from Idaho to take care of themselves. Yeah, and so there, there, there's going to be a, there's going to reach a point where Providers are going to have to get together and say, okay, we need to have uh, build more clinics mm -hmm. for more services. Mm -hmm. And some uh, Texas, for example, has laid down laws saying if you are caught traveling across states for abortive services, then you're you could be you could be arrested. Okay, they've got sections of highway uh -huh. that they're forbidding women to travel. Yeah, down. yeah. 
Exactly. It, How crazy is that? It, well, it's not crazy. It's un-American. It is very un-American. Yeah. It's a restriction of travel. Yeah, you're, you're literally restricting travel, you know, based on someone, you know, freely moving about the country. I'll, if they just want to go see their sister Louise on the on a border on a border town, they can't if they're drive. I, I don't know if they have to be if it's a, well, if, here, if they're driving by themselves or if they're just driving at all. Here, here's 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 the, here's the secret. Uh, New Mexico is the only bordering state that, that that has any sort of board of services. Exactly. So it's the roads leading into New Mexico. Exactly. So if I was the New Mexico governor, mm-hmm. I would be raising cane over that. I hope he is. They are. I honestly because don't know that, who their that, governor is. Uh, well, they're actually gaining uh, business mm-hmm. from Texas. Of uh, course they are. They actually did a, uh, a there was like, billion dollar train station that was supposed to be driving going through brownsville Mm -hmm. uh, in texas and they lifted and shifted so that it'd go through new mexico clever because they were they They mexico was tired of the poor trade relationships that texas Mm -hmm. has been doing yeah so they're using new mexico instead so they 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 lifted and shifted and that's billions of dollars of trade Mm -hmm. Um, and we're going to see that trend continue of, of you know, of you got to make it, you know, easy. You got to make it affordable. And if you're throwing down these, these, these fences, you're going to start losing money and resources. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's just how life works. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know why people thought that they... That, that that being mean to to the downtrodden would benefit them in the long run. I I don't know either, but there is a huge history of that in the world. Stepping on the stepping on heads to get up your ladder is the thing that's I mean that's a very common theme in 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 the world by humans. It's it's a thing. I mean, look at how look at some of the look at some of the the you go back you know a few hundred years. Look at the French Revolution. Yeah, yeah, and, and then everyone how, they stepped on on the way up, they met on the, the way, way back down. down exactly. And but they were having a good old time while they were out there. Yeah, but those good old times don't last long uh, no, forever. But they but when you're in the middle of it, that's not what you're thinking. You're thinking, how can I get my next my next hit? How can I have the next bit of fun? Oh, and you get this headset that you get this mindset. It's like, oh, it's going to be awesome forever, and not really realize that no, maybe it's not, because you get you you just kind of get in your little bubble, and your little bubble doesn't see the 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 horribleness that made Marie Antoinette say, "Let them eat cake." Well, you know, there are, there are grasshoppers and ants, and we're kind of in the ants. We've been kind of working along at this program for, mm-hmm. you know, this will be our 11th enrollment season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a big one. This is going to be really and, exciting. And uh, we, we're telling everyone, if you want assistance in understanding the changes, mm-hmm. to go early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get appointments in now. We are booking... Already, we're over 100 appointments that are set between Medicare and, and health and, and individual health insurance. And oh, there's changes to Medicare too. So, so yeah, it's it's one of those ones. And I don't want to see if you have a retirement plan. 
<laughs> yeah. You, if you're you, just kicking tires for next year, I will see you in January or February. Yeah. Probably it, February. Um, and, and the reason why we, 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 we point blank, if you're, if you're planning, it'll plan in January. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't ask us to, to answer your retirement. You're planning on retiring in August. Don't ask us to answer your questions during the annual enrollment period. I just don't have time. Well, I will answer questions, just not during this chunk of time. Yeah. And we, we, we've, we've seen this, this, this press from retirement plans like Peb and mm -hmm. Seb. Mm -hmm. And if you want answers for those, mm -hmm. you've got an office in Olympia. Mm -hmm. Talk to them. Talk to them. If that office in Olympia is not providing the answers. Talk to your legislators. Talk to your legislators <laughs> to have them contract with local brokers. Local brokers or in-person sisters of some sort. Because you can point blank, it is a state-run program, you can have legislators say, hey, you need customer service. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, if someone walks in here that that is looking for that, they're going to get an earful because they're taking space that is dedicated to someone who needs assistance with these mm -hmm. enrollment plans. Exactly. And it's, and it's going to take us a lot more longer for these first time enrollers mm -hmm. to, to get in mm -hmm. um, because we're going through multiple documents mm -hmm. um, to get people in. They, it's either, you know, we've got list document one, like a driver's license, a passport and stuff to verify identity. Um, and then there's a, another uh, paid, another list of, of documents that two are required of. Mm -hmm. uh, business license is one of those. Mm -hmm. um, however, they all have to be verified. Right. Because we're not using the social security number to verify identity. Mm -hmm. As in-person assisters, we have to verify every single one. Right. We have to look at them and say, oh, yeah, this is the person on this identification card. Yeah. And I'm okay with that, but that means it's an extra step and we scan the information and we, you know, give it to the, do we upload it? I, I don't think we have to upload but it. But I'm, gonna say, I'm still going to scan it and file it. We will we'll pile it in our individual files, which will, which is, as I've told everyone, it's like, yeah, the minute I walk out of the shop, I'm setting fire to everything. <laughs> this, no, everything mm -hmm. is secure. There's no, you know, we, we're always on top of Making yeah, sure we're, nothing's we're, getting we are elite. tight when it comes to information. It's insurance. We have to be required by law. Well, we go above and beyond. I mean, we've got like crap cross-cut shredders. We've got multiple security programs. Yeah, we've got some really, we are doing everything we can to make sure that your confidential information is confidential. Yes. And as far as I know, we've never had any kind of leaks. No, not no, out of this office. Not out of our office. No, we were actually pretty darn good about it. Um, well, it's because we're all paranoid about getting our clients' information stuck. That's one of the big things about our offices is, is we focus on the importance of our clients. Yeah, they're critical to us. And they're our lifeblood. And and the reason why I say this is this is what really sets us apart is some of these plans that we're talking about. When someone kicks over to Apple Health, we don't get paid a dime for. It. That's right. The state legislators deem that we are not worthy enough to get paid. 
they're wrong, but that's a whole other conversation. That's wrong, and we, we complain on a regular basis about it. Um, and you can complain to your legislators on our behalf. That'd be that, okay. That'd be, that'd be keen. Um, it's, we do it because it is a community service. We do it because it's the right thing to do. We don't get paid an hourly wage. Nope. We, we are strictly commissioned. We are strictly commissioned, and we, we've been that way for you know over a decade now. Mm -hmm. And we're happy with that. And we are moving forward. So, yeah, there are some times where it's like, Oh, we would love to, you know, be able to, you know, go to every event. We don't have the funds for it. No. We would love to, you know, print out thousands of brochures and, and have them handed out, you know, but we don't have the funds for that. No. And that's what folks need to understand is, is like, hey, you know what? Even though I'm an enrollment center and I get some money. Mm -hmm. I don't get any additional funds for for immigrant health mm -mm. as as of today. Um, the let's see, it's, it's not the in person sisters; it's the ones above them. The navigator, the, the, navigator, the navigator lead orgs. Yeah, the lead orgs. The lead orgs get a budget about three times the amount we get mm -hmm. um, because they're running people and they're and they're and they're, they're more armed for outreach. Um, but the navigators are all, you know, they're hourly paid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, that, that's a good place to stop, I suppose. It is. It is that That is some of the, the, the little secrets about it. If you, if you know, if start talking, you're going to find, we, we uncovered dreamers and people who did not know that they, they were not here legally for years. We've uncovered people like that. Yeah. And because their 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 folks never told them that they weren't born in the United States, or they gave them a cooked up birth certificate. Yeah, that happens too. We've seen that too. So yeah, start talking about immigrant health care and that the fact November first is the moment it starts enrolling. If you are an immigrant or your spouse an immigrant or you know someone in that status, have them set the appointment early. Yep, I cannot stress that enough. Set the appointment early. Mm -hmm. um, that is critical to get in, get your stuff taken care of, and that way January 1st, you've got health insurance. That's right. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today on Suzilla. We will talk again next week. Yes. Bye-bye for Bye. now.